Hi guys, welcome back to Model Behavior. I hope you're all having a fantastic day and I have missed you all so very much. Um, I'm so sorry that I have been MIA for the past couple weeks and I have a confession. I am not in Barcelona like I said I would be. <laughs> I was actually there for 24 hours when I had a situation arise and I had to get back to the States. So then I was in Virginia for the past couple weeks. Um, I'm not gonna get into the details of that situation, but anyway, what I'm trying to say is I left Barcelona, I went to Virginia, I needed a mental health break, I've been MIA, I apologize, but let me tell you about how fucking fun Ibiza was, because <laughs> I did go there. It was fucking incredible. If you listened to my last episode, or if you follow me on social media, you will know that I was shooting for Triangle Swimwear in Ibiza a couple weeks ago. Dream job, I know. And it was so much fucking fun. First of all, Ibiza is insane. It is so gorgeous, so beautiful. It is a magical place and the shoot the whole team like everything was just so amazing and everybody was so nice and there were three other models shooting the campaign with me they were all so chill and the whole day was just surreal it was my first campaign ever which was so exciting and my first international travel job ever so i was literally just on cloud nine like basically having to pinch myself the entire time it was one of the most beautiful places I have ever been in my life. And we went to what is known as like the best beach on the island. And everyone was so nice. Like even just like the people vacationing there, the locals there, everybody was just coming up to us and they were just so friendly. It was actually so cute because there were a bunch of little kids at this beach and their mom came up to us and was just like asking us what we were shooting and like how we were liking Ibiza. And she was so sweet. Um, but then we all went to like go shoot the last look of the day for like an hour. And when we came back, there were like 10 little kids waiting for us with napkins and a pen asking for our autographs. <laughs> it was the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And they were so precious and so excited. And it was very, very cute. Um, such an amazing shoot. Probably my favorite shoot ever not gonna lie, um, for one of my dream brands. So it was really, really incredible. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get into today's topic, which is confidence and self-love. And boy, have I been on a fucking journey with this one. <laughs> I still struggle so much with this, but I definitely feel like I've made so much progress and I think everybody struggles with this. No matter who you are or what you do, I feel like all people struggle with confidence. And I've had people say to me before, like, you're a model, how could you be self-conscious about what you look like? Which, like, valid question, I get it. But personally, I think it's just a human struggle, no matter what your life is like. And more than just a human struggle, I think it's more specifically a female struggle because women are constantly pressured by societal beauty standards to be thinner, be healthier, have less wrinkles, have less belly rolls, be happier, be more agreeable, be funnier, be smarter, but be less opinionated, be quieter, be smaller, be more like her, look more like this. And it's fucking exhausting 
to try and be confident under that pressure. And it comes at us from all angles. We get it from social media every single day, from advertisements, from TV shows, from magazines, from people in our lives like family members and friends. It's literally impossible to get away from it. So self-care and confidence becomes something you have to work on to achieve and continue to work to maintain it. And it's not easy. I feel like confidence is a lifelong journey. It's not something you just like reach this level of confidence one day and then you never need to think about it again. It's something you have to keep up and maintain once you get there. So anyway, now that I've given you my deeply philosophical views on self-love and confidence, <laughs> let me tell you just like a little bit of a background about my own journey. Basically, when I was younger, I did not like myself. I hated myself. This was when I was around like 13 to 16, 17 probably. I was very self-conscious. I did not feel like I fit in with my peers. I really did not like myself or who I was. I didn't like how skinny I was. Ironic, I know, since I developed an eating disorder later in life, but I didn't like how skinny I was. I was very self-conscious about it. I didn't like how tall I was. I didn't like how shy I was or how anxious and awkward I always felt. Overall, I was just extremely insecure and I was so focused on wanting to fit in and wanting to be like everyone else. I wanted to be like the popular kids at my school. I wanted to wear the clothes they were wearing and do the things that they were doing. Whether I actually liked any of that shit or not, I never really thought about what I actually wanted to wear or wanted to do because I just wanted to be like them and be what I thought would be perceived as like cool. So there is zero confidence or self-love or acceptance when you're in that mindset but that's okay honestly the most important thing i have learned on this self-love journey is not to judge myself that includes any past version of myself so when i look back at these times of my life where i was not confident or i just wasn't making decisions from a place of love and respect for myself i don't view that with judgment I have compassion for myself and the girl that I was back then. I was doing the best I could. I was a teenage girl in a world that is very difficult for teenage girls. And I was really, really hard on myself back then. I want to be able to look at that girl with a love that I wish I could have had for myself back then. Like I can look back and retroactively give myself that love. And it's a really powerful thing. Um, and I feel like it's easy to like judge your past self and be like, oh my God, like I was so cringy. Like, oh my God, I was such a loser back in middle school. But I feel like it's so much healthier to look back and just look at yourself with understanding of where you were in your life. You were trying your best. Everyone's only trying their best. But anyway, throughout middle school and high school, I really based my self-worth on how much attention I was getting from boys. I lived to impress the male gaze. I think no one really taught me how to love myself or how important it was, which is something I think should literally be taught in school since like elementary school, but especially in middle school, because my number one focus throughout middle school and even into high school was the boys that I had crushes on. And I would literally change my entire personality and my entire style to whatever I thought my current crush would like. 
like I remember having a huge crush on this one guy for a long time and he was kind of a stoner and I was not a stoner I've never been a stoner but boy did I pretend to be <laughs> I was like 14 by the way oh god this is so embarrassing but I'm gonna tell it anyway because I feel like maybe somebody can relate. <laughs> but I remember going to my friend's pool one time and the pool had a shit ton of chlorine in it for some reason, like a toxic level of chlorine. And it made my eyes so red that I looked high as shit, but I was not. At this point, I had never even smoked weed before. <laughs> and I sent this boy that I had a crush on a snapchat like squinting my eyes and pretending i was high because i thought he would think that i was cool when really i had just been playing fucking mermaids in my friend's backyard for like eight hours <laughs> because i was a freak and i was certainly not smoking weed and then the next year i had a crush on a different guy and he was like surfer guy with flippy hair like very outdoorsy guy so I made my mom buy me a pair of Sanooks, which are like hippie surfer sandal things because this guy wore Sanooks, right? Keep in mind, I had never surfed a day in my life at this point, but I got these shoes. And at one point I literally told this boy I had been surfing all summer. <laughs> and he asked me what type of board I had. And I had no fucking idea what to say. So he caught me on that one and it was very embarrassing. But the point is, I was not confident in who I was. And I thought I was only worth the amount of male attention I got. So those two things combined created so much insecurity and just a sense of really not knowing who I was. But actually, I take that back. I think deep down, I always knew who I was. Well, like at least I knew that what I was doing wasn't me and didn't totally feel like me. It always felt like a character I was playing. I was playing the character of the girl who dates the surfer boy or the girl who dates the stoner. And I wasn't doing it successfully, obviously, but I was certainly trying. Um, actually, that's not true. I did end up dating the stoner boy, but not because I was pretending to smoke weed. <laughs> I think I did it because I just didn't think who I actually was would be good enough. I wasn't confident in who I actually was. So I pretended to be all sorts of other people that I thought would be more likable. I just absorbed the personality of whoever I was dating or had a crush on, and it took a long time to grow out of this. But around my senior year, I think things started to change. I was in and out of an abusive relationship that made me really, really question my identity. And I knew I had to figure out who the fuck I was outside of a relationship and just on my own. Because in that relationship, I had zero sense of identity. I had no idea who I was outside of the relationship. And I loved my boyfriend so much more than I loved myself. And I hated that feeling. And I realized what kind of power that gave someone over me. So I knew I had to finally take this whole like self-love, self-worth, confidence, journey very seriously because honestly i always kind of thought self-love and all the like practices and journal prompts and bubble baths were bullshit but that's because subconsciously and actually somewhat consciously i didn't think i deserved that 
I didn't think I deserved to be loved and taken care of. I did not have the gentleness and non-judgment that I have towards myself now. Not at all. In fact, I had the exact opposite. But towards the end of that relationship, I realized that I had really been through it. Like, my whole life. And I just started thinking, if I was my friend or my daughter or my sister or someone I loved and they had been through what I had been through, I would give them all the love in the world and would want them to be so confident and so happy. I would never tell them they deserved it or it's their fault or they shouldn't be confident. And even if you haven't been through something traumatic like that, think of someone you love and would you ever talk to them the way you talk to yourself? If the answer is no, think about why you talk to yourself the way you do. If you would never want someone you love to be talked to that way. It's like the opposite of the golden rule. Instead of treat others how you want to be treated, treat yourself how you want others to be treated. And this was honestly one of the biggest eye-openers for me at the very beginning of my self-love journey when I was just like basically convincing myself to do it. And one of the first steps I took was journaling every single day, which I feel like I've said this in almost every episode so far, just because I feel like it helps with so many different things. But I seriously had no idea what I was doing or where to start. And journaling was the best first step. I would literally just like make lists of facts about myself. Like I was getting to know myself. I would write down like things that happened that day, how I was feeling, if anything was bothering me, any realizations I'd had, just like anything that would come to mind, I would write it down. And I also just started asking myself why I was doing certain things throughout the day. Like was I staying up late in hopes that a certain person would text me? Was I getting dressed with someone in mind that I wanted to notice me? Was I saying something mean or acting a certain way I wouldn't usually act in hopes of fitting in? And if the answer was yes, I wouldn't necessarily stop myself or judge myself for doing whatever I was doing. I would kind of just start to notice it and observe it. And the more I paid attention to things that I was doing that weren't authentically me or for other people, the more I started to just naturally stop doing those things. And it's so important to come at these things from a place of non-judgment because that is the opposite of what you're trying to do. You're not on this self-love journey to judge yourself for not loving yourself before. <laughs> like that defeats the purpose. You have to love all versions of yourself that you've ever been, even the versions that did not have confidence or self-love. And also as you're journaling, explore those past versions of yourself and just be curious about why you've struggled with loving yourself or being confident. Ask yourself the hard questions, like where you learned that from. What kind of negative things would you tell yourself and why do you think you did that? Ask why you might not have thought you deserved confidence or self-love. And these can be really uncomfortable things to explore about yourself and it can bring up a lot of emotions. But the more you understand about yourself and the feelings you have towards yourself and where they stem from, the more capable you will be of changing those feelings and those habits and the thoughts. Next thing I did was establish a self-care routine which obviously includes journaling, um, but also a bunch of other things that just like made me feel good. And I am a person who loves to have the same routine for a while before I switch it up. But if that's not what suits you, 
and you need to switch it up like every day just write down a list of all the things that make you feel good and then you can kind of just like pick and choose and mix and match some of the different things so some of the things on my list are an everything shower where you wash your hair shave exfoliate moisturize like the whole nine yards i also have reading painting my nails doing my full skincare routine doing a gua sha face massage a face mask painting or drawing um listening to music dancing cooking myself a meal putting on a cute outfit braiding my hair going on pinterest going for a walk going for a swim if i can stretching doing yoga cuddling up with a blanket and watching a comfort movie and there are a lot of lists of ideas on the internet so if you're ever stuck or like want something new to try just google like self-care ideas and you'll find a million um but so if i have like a particularly hard day or i just feel like i haven't been slowing down and giving myself enough love and attention and personal time i'll make sure to give myself like at least an hour maybe two at night to run through um a little routine of things that help me relax and connect with myself and just make me feel good now as far as becoming more confident i think that really ties into self-love but also i feel like you can have an amazing self-care practice and really take great care of yourself but then not feel super confident in a room full of people and i totally get that i think the number one thing you can do is not give a flying fuck what people think about you <laughs> um if you are your authentic self around someone and they don't like it then that person isn't a good fit for you there's no point in my opinion of being friends with someone who doesn't like who you are maybe they don't think you're funny they don't get your sense of humor they think you talk too much they don't like the stories you tell they think you're annoying or kind of weird like what's the point then if you can't be 100% yourself around someone because you're scared that they'll be judgmental, what kind of friendship is that? And this happened to me in high school. For like a year and a half, I was friends with this group of people who I didn't always feel like I could be myself around. I thought they were all really cool. They were like the big athletes of my school and kind of like the popular crowd, I guess you could say. But when I was around them, I would keep my jokes to myself because I thought that they would think I was weird and I wouldn't really talk that much because I was just scared of like saying something wrong that they would make fun of me for. So I kind of just tried to act in a way that they would think was cool. And I definitely did have fun hanging out with them, don't get me wrong. They were all like very funny and fun to hang out with. But I definitely was not being my full self around them. So my senior year of high school, I kind of realized that I hadn't been having that much fun. And those friends had started being really judgmental towards me. And so I was just like, okay, like sure, maybe this is like the cool kids group of the school and maybe hanging out with them gave me some like false sense of importance or status, but I'm not having fun. I'm like stressed out when I'm around them because they're so judgmental. So I stopped eating lunch with them every day and I started hanging out with this group of guys that I had known for years, but I'd grown distant from them when I started hanging out with the like athlete friend group. And these boys were the nerds. And I'm not being mean when I say that, I promise that they all claim that title very proudly. <laughs> and the athletes thought that these guys were weirdo, losers, whatever other derogatory words they could come up with along the lines of like outcasts. 
But these were boys who I could be myself around. And they fucking loved me. We had the same sense of humor. They thought I was smart. They cared what I had to say. And we were having so much fucking fun hanging out. And I just finally felt like I had people I could count on to have my back. And my friendship with them made me so much more confident. Because I finally saw that when you have the right people, you can be yourself and people will love it. And maybe you haven't found those people yet and that's okay. Honestly, since I moved to New York three years ago, I still haven't really found people who make me feel like that. But that doesn't mean I'll ever stop being myself again. I know that it's not worth it to have friendships where you can't be authentic. It doesn't matter how cool those people might be or what kind of status they might give you. If you can't be yourself or feel like you need to change yourself or tone yourself down, I just don't see a point. It isn't enjoyable and it isn't a very like real friendship or real connection. And I promise you, no matter how weird you think you are, there are people out there who will love every part of it and want to be your friend. And that's what I'm holding out for still in New York. And I'm confident in who I am and I'm confident that I will find people who love me. And it also really does not matter if people think you're weird. They aren't you. They don't really know you. And also, I promise that everyone is thinking more about themselves than they are about you. Like, if you get in your head about like, oh, like everyone probably thinks I'm so weird, they probably think I'm annoying, they probably hate my clothes, I promise you, most of the time, you're wrong. As much as you're thinking about how everyone else is perceiving you, that's how much they're thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about you. Or even if they are momentarily and they say something about your clothes or they tell you you're not funny or they tell you you're annoying, whatever, they're lost. It really does not matter. As long as you love yourself, you know you're cool, you think you're funny, it doesn't matter. You'll find people who agree with you. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just got a notification that my Uber Eats is almost here and I need to unpack and do all that good stuff. So I think that's all I have for this episode. I love you all so much. Thank you for bearing with me while I was gone for a couple weeks. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you next week.